You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Very good morning to you, Victor. Let's kick it off uh, with with Ghana. A milestone reached here as uh, the country agrees to a debt restructuring deal with official creditors. Morning, Sevenzile. Well, it's a milestone in a manner of speaking because it's like me saying I'm so indebted and I'm excited that I managed to reach a settlement with two of my biggest creditors that they will not demand my remittances next week. But that agreement makes it impo- makes it possible to go and get a further loan. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a really good story, but. If your creditors call up their debt or your debt, you are likely to be bankrupt. Ghana owes over about five billion dollars, which was due, so that they had to negotiate with big lenders. The main ones here being France and China. It's not surprising. China is the creditor of just about every country in the world, including the United States. Yeah. They 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 are restructuring that so that they can access about six hundred million dollars to keep the government running effectively. It's not any major capital expenditure. So it's just the story of African countries that, especially after COVID, the mm. economic lockdown just made it difficult, but sunk many countries further into debt, including South Africa, by the way, that has about 28 billion rent due in the next 30 days. What, what options um, did they actually have to try and get themselves out of really the worst economic crisis that they've seen in, in a very long time? Yeah, you know what? That's a, that's a, that's how treasuries can can start discussing this. These are rich countries, Sevenville. They have mineral resources. They have ways of structuring deals that can get beneficiation of some of the resources that they have. Remember, Ghana is a producer of cocoa, one of the largest, the one is in the top two in the world alongside its neighbor, Cote d'Ivoire. Mm. It's got oil, it's got gold, it's got steel. I mean, iron. So. It's not. It's not impossible, but unfortunately, because when the current president came, already the government was so indebted, and some of the terms of these loans are just not favourable. They give the lenders the right to impound the assets that were funded with these loans. It, it just makes it very difficult. But in the short term, I I don't think they have many choices. But in the long term, it's where Africans have to sit together and say we are the richest continent on the continent. Yeah. We can't be living like heavily indebted countries that we are. The Canadians and, and maybe several other countries should give the Tanzanians a call, as according to the latest <laughs> IMF reports, Tanzania is the least indebted African nation. What are they getting right? Well, if you recall, Tanzania had a president called John Magufuli, not yes. long ago. He died during the COVID lockdown. You remember him, the, the man who challenged many stereotypes and conventions Indeed. around COVID? One of the things John Magufuli did very well was to refuse to take debt unnecessarily. I remember him literally telling China that we are not going to take debt from you because, again, if you remember, when he came into power, exactly what I'm talking about, he put a very long fence, 24-kilometer fence around the Tanzanite fields in the Kilimanjaro area and said, this is one mineral that's only found in Tanzania. Why should it be mined by companies that are not declaring? Another thing, Sevenzile, he did, if you recall, he cracked down on gold mines and diamond mines and said 
they have not been paying royalties. Again, it's what Tanzania already had. They didn't go and lend. He just said, all mining companies, multinationals, by the way, listed in London, pay us what you owe us. You've been mining in this country for decades without paying royalties. He got that right. And he cut down on spending. I remember people who owned hotels fighting him, saying he's not good for business because he cut the long conferences that governments were just having and not producing results. So you can run your country responsibly. But pity, he he died and died very mysteriously, I must say. There's mm-hmm. there's a country, their debt to equity ratio is still below 50%. Many countries are way over the 80%. And remember, the IMF and World Bank recommend your debt to equity ratio should be below 50%. And that means Tanzania, by conventional standards, is still very well run. Mm-hmm. To Kenya now, Kenya has more than doubled its power imports from neighboring countries amid increased demand. Yeah, including Ethiopia, I think, and Uganda. Just like us, Kenya has suffered a spate of what is it, shutdowns, like power outages when the grid collapsed. And although they are very good in terms of having the cleaner energy, geothermal energy plants, they have the wind energy. Some of them invent them I mean, developed by a South African company, Harris General Partners, financed through their lead arrangements. They they experienced about six months ago a series of collapse of the grid and and that led them to as an emergency or stopgap measure import power from their neighboring countries. Now, isn't that good news for Ethiopia? Because mm-hmm. Ethiopia has built the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam even with a complaint from Sudan and Egypt that they are damming the Nile River, they are going to be the net exporter of energy once this dam is up and running at 100%. It has started generating some power, exporting not only to Kenya but to countries like Djibouti and to South Sudan. And that, that, is, that is why I respect Ethiopians. Mm-hmm. In, in terms of the, the cost, though, of, of this power that they are importing, it's, it's quite expensive, though. Uh, well, well, if you if you have to run your economy, and remember, Kenya is is highly industrial. Is well, highly industrialized. They are very digital in in a way. They they are one country that's leading in the digitalization of their economy. And if you remember, whenever we have power outages, what suffers the most is the communication network. And because we are doing so much work online, you it's almost like you are running an ICU and you are told you can't have power supply. Mm-hmm. You are going to be desperate, and that puts you in a position where you'll pay anything that you are told you must pay. Because remember, these countries that are selling power to to Kenya are not in themselves secure in terms of power supply. So they, they will be saying, we're going to get as much as we can because we are giving you what we don't have in yeah. abundance ourselves. Yeah. Mm. So we'll leave it there this morning. Always a pleasure. Victor Gomeswana, author of Africa is Open for Business and Africa Bounces Back. Victor is also the Executive Director for Marketing and Communications at the University of Limpopo. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM. Leading the conversation.